Thank you for tuning in to the Media Launch Podcast. This is your host, your girl, Celine. Today, I am on the line with Q. We are discussing racist cops, T.I. and Tiny's parenting, pedophilia skit with Tiffany Haddish, Nary Spears, new music, Body Benz is out now, Johnny, Chicago artist, J.N. I, Johnny Body Benz. Make sure you download, you upload, you stream, you tap in on YouTube, do what you gotta do. Body Benz. Bends like a Hummer, baby. Yeah, fuck a friend, I want money, baby. Yeah, got some bands, she won't be my baby. Yeah, yeah, need a double cup. No, I'm smoking gas, that's why I'm loud as fuck. Yeah, yeah, that's that pick me up. Copy way I dress, you still look lame as fuck. Yeah, yeah, want me paying mine? I don't got the time. Hating on me for attention, I ain't wasting mine. I'm like, never mind, need a brand new wheel With them suicide, yeah I'm just doing what I do Last time that I loved a hoe, she fucked up on the crew Ass bitch asked me how I been, said, who the fuck are you? New bitch give me crazy brain, I bought her Jimmy Choo New bitch give me crazy brain, I bought her Jimmy Choo On my diamonds, Johnny Dane, yours don't even move Coding what I'm sipping, got me tripping off a sippy cup Now she wanna give me love, I told her I could give a fuck I remember junior high, I couldn't spare a winston buck Now my rolly dancing on me, I ain't talking tick Now that bitch, she all up on me, hit it, she can barely walk Homie started hating on me, person thinking big talk Yeah, yeah, it is what it is Either way I rap or not, man, I still making hands Either way I trap or not, I still gon' call that bench she say she go crazy for me, so do all your friends ooh, ooh. Body bends like a Hummer, baby This not 10, this 100, baby The other way, it's it's weird. Like it's it's just grayed out. It doesn't allow me to click on it. Huh. All right. Well, I'm glad the link was working. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. How's What's good? Going? Happy Monday. Happy Labor Day. Yeah, it, it just feels like a Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you can't be on this podcast half asleep, huh? okay? <laughs> Who me? I'm, I'm man. I'm wide awake. I'm just. It, it really does feel like a Sunday though. Like it, it does. It's, it's Monday, but it definitely feels like a Sunday. No, I hear that. It absolutely does. How was your weekend? No, it was good, man. Pretty productive. Uh, went to my wife's family reunion on Saturday. Okay. Well, we tried to we, we tried to do like a uh, one of my friends had a kickback um, picnic. I was going to try to do that, but then you know the weather kind of looked kind of choppy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but other than that, yeah, it was pretty cool and relaxed, man. I'm I'm glad today we actually had off because if not, I probably would have been 
not productive at work. <laughs> I wouldn't want it to be that. <laughs> I know. I hear that. And it is so feeling like fall, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Like the leaves are like falling and there's a nice little fall breeze out, which is nice, but also sad at the same time because we just, our summers are just never long enough. Yeah, it's getting there. Yeah, when you when you break it down now, when you think about it, like when you was a kid, when you were a kid, it seemed like the summers lasted forever. Then you become an adult and you realize now summer's super short. I know, I know, totally sucks, but it yeah. is what it is. Um, I'm gonna try and enjoy every last day and every last bit of this summer. Um, yeah, what do we have? Just a know, few days, right? Wait. Well, when is the first day of fall? Hello. Is it the end of September or is it um October? I think it's September. Yeah, I think it's September. So what are yeah, you doing the in the background? Because there's a lot going on, and I think you you sounded kind of choppy. No, no. The um when when we do it this way, I got to keep the screen. If I don't keep the screen on, it, it, the phone's good. Like it goes off, and then you lose my um my um my audio. It, it's weird that it does that. Okay, but you have ha uh, your headset on. Yeah, yeah, I got my headset on now. But yeah, it, it's I don't know why why it's set up like that. It doesn't do that when you when you actually get it when you on the app. You can actually not have your screen on, but when you do it this way, I got to keep the screen on. Ah, so, I, so it I, did, yeah. Okay, so the link didn't take you to the app. Yeah, yeah, it took me to the app, but it's not like how like you know now if you're doing it actually recording from the app. Your, even if your screen turns off, you don't lose any type of audio or anything like that. But the way you, well, the way we're doing it right now, with the um, through the um, like I guess you could say like the internet way, it I got to keep the screen on. If I if I let my phone turn off, it's gonna like you're gonna lose the audio. It's weird that it's set up that way. Okay, so that explains why you're in and out sometimes. Yeah, but now, yeah. now I I I keep uh, I keep a look on it because I was just uh, I was just talking and then I had my phone next to me and I let it turn off. <laughs> All right. <laughs> well, let's get started. What do you have? Let's talk about um music first. Um, oh man, music a lot a lot of good music um recently came out over these last couple of weeks. Um, I know you you don't keep up with it probably like you used to because you're a fake b b b girl now. So. <laughs> Okay, let's go. <laughs> yeah, but now, um, of course, last week you had um Black Thought album come out. Well, uh, with that's produced by Danger Mouse, and it's called um Cheat Codes. Very, very okay. good album. Uh, for any like the true hip hop heads know, um, uh, Makami he had an album that dropped last week too called um, uh, what was it called again? Uh, I can't remember the name, but it's like um the fourth installment of like this um this um mixtape thing that he does okay. and uh that 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 was super dope um and then j cole's artist jid he dropped mm -hmm. a man a super super dope album called okay. um the never 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 ending story so that was a that was a really really good album okay nice you know, yeah yeah and then uh, his other his other yeah his other artist ari lennox she dropped a little ep yesterday that was really good too so Oh, did she? Okay, oh, I gotta man. listen to her. I love her. Yeah. I love me some Ari. Okay, good yeah. to know. See, yeah. um, I go back and I listen to these things after you talk about them because, yeah, sometimes I don't hear about them. I don't keep up with music as much as I used to. And that's mm -hmm. only because, you know, 
uh, interests have kind of changed, and that's okay. You know, that's what happens. I mean, I still <laughs> listen to music, and right now I'm actually focusing on my son's music. Um, I'm, I put it out there. He had a body bend that dropped just like oh, last Oh, okay. That, I didn't even know who that was. Yeah, so that's my son, and okay. he, um, his name is Johnny, so you guys can follow him on Instagram, Spotify. And then we got, a, we got Kate Cartier. I don't know if you've heard of him. So he's he's featured on one of my son, um, son's track, but um, that will not be released until, honestly, I don't know. Cartier is doing really well for himself. He's working with DJ Khaled. He's working with some dope producers out in Miami and California. So we're waiting on him before my son, and then my son can drop. Um, it's called For Real. So um, we kind of just want to... You know, make sure that Kay gets his music out there, and then my son can follow that. So it's um, pretty okay. dope. My son's been in the studio. He's very like um, versatile. He does like some like hip hop, hip hop, and then he does like some drill, and then he does like some just chill music. So he's kind mm-hmm. of new in the studio. He's kind of testing out every style. So he's got actually quite um, a few records now, and we'll put those out slowly but surely, you know. And okay. so obviously it's about growing that following and that audience and kind mm-hmm. of taking it from there. But he'll be working with some, I think, two other guys from Chicago, too, some dope um, rappers here. So we'll see where it goes. You know, we're excited. Okay. We've got that's some dope up, stuff coming up. So that's my new music is Jay and I, Johnny. <laughs> <laughs> yep. That's so, um, and then as far as projects go, I was to be working on something this fall, and I have not started. There are other things um, that I have to focus on before I can jump on any projects. So other than mm-hmm. managing his music and working on the podcast, this one and Chicago Loop, I have, I don't know if my listeners know, but... I have another podcast. It's called Chicago Loop. So find that on Spotify um, and all the streaming platforms as well. So I, my last interview was with um, with Michael Cusa, who was the founder of the Chicago International Film Festival. And what I'll be doing on Chicago Loop is pretty much giving everyone updates on things that are happening in the city as well as um, Illinois as well, and interviewing. Mm-hmm. Chicago and Illinois personalities. So mm. I, I was at one point doing everyone uh, on the Media Lounge podcast, but the other one, I think it's just, it's just going to work better that way, just to focus on Chicago and Illinois on that podcast. But um, nice. so for you guys who haven't tuned in, please do. Again, it's Chicago Loop, and I am on Instagram under Chicago Loop underscore. And that's what I got. Cool. On another another little quick plug, if people out there are looking looking for something to watch, there's a really good um documentary on HBO Max, and it's called um, Katrina Babies, and it focuses on the actual children that went through that hurricane during that time, and it's uh it's a good perspective because I don't think that's something that a lot of people ever thought to ask was how did it affect the children that went through that, and a lot of those kids that actually experienced that still are suffering like through um. Mm-hmm post-traumatic stress, the trauma, a lot of the stuff that they've seen. And then, and then the, the crazy part is too, is like when he was interviewing a lot of these kids, some of the stuff they were saying 
on that documentary is the first time that they've ever said what they said out loud. There's a lot of stuff that they thought, but a lot of people never really asked them how did they feel or what did they go through and what did they deal with through that time. And I thought that was a really good spin about okay. that documentary because a lot of them was only like five, nine, 12, you know, they were super young. So they, they were exposed to a lot of stuff that, you know, the typical child shouldn't have to see. Okay. And what that is on HBO Max and what did you yeah, say? HBO, HBO Max and it's called Katrina Babies. Okay. I have mm -hmm. to check that out. Well, that is the perfect segue to um, the other two idiots we got to talk about. <laughs> Tiffany Haddish <laughs> and Ari Spears, who thought that doing a skit to promote pedophilia would be an excellent idea. So I did watch a part of this skit, and it was really just like sickening to the core. So, you know, shame on Tiffany, shame on Aries, shame on the producers, the directors, and even the mother of that child, because everyone reads the script, okay? They knew mm -hmm. what it was, and the mother would have had to be on set with this child, being that he's a minor, you know? So mm -hmm. everyone witnessed the foolery here, okay? Mm -hmm. So now Tiffany's talking about... Oh, she regrets it. You knew exactly what it was. And that's exactly what they were doing. They were promoting pedophilia because that is part of the agenda. And right. we already know that that's, that's next on the agenda. That's why it was out there. But um, keep me honest here, uh, Hugh. This is an older skit. Is that correct? Yeah, this, this is like from the early 2000s. Oh, no, 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 not early. Mid, mid, mid um, 2000s. I want to say like around the 2007 or a little later than that. Okay. But, you know, either way, like I the, the message they were trying to convey, it, it, the message is real. But the way they went about it, that was a no go for me. <laughs> like I didn't I didn't watch it. I kind of skimmed through it. Like after I seen. Not to be too graphic, but just once you see a little boy in his underwear, it's like, all right, this is a bit much. <laughs> like, why? Who wants to? Like, you want me to sit here and watch this, and then fast forward, and now he's in a tub. It, it was just weird. It's very disturbing. I, I feel like you, you could, if you want to do a skit like that, then get an adult that looks young. At least in that way, it, it's like, okay, at least it's all consenting adults. But they literally had a young child in that video. Yeah. And the message was, I saw that at the end. Be watch careful who you let watch your kids. Yeah, okay, whatever. It was very poorly done. Um, yeah. So it, now I thought I read some or saw like a headline or a post about the mother suing Tiffany. Yeah, yeah the mother, mother, yeah, the mother is out to get money and from both of them because I, I, I think it was at the time the two kids that was in the in the video was seven and 14 so it's two separate two separate kids there's a boy and then there was a girl but uh yeah and that's what now they they coming out and getting money i was reading something on one of the articles saying that this lady's actually been trying to um get them for money or give at put out these allegations for a while now and it hasn't been going anywhere but i think now that they they finally i don't know if they found it or whatever they finally put this video out so now that's the what's kind of like putting it back out in the in the news so but yeah, yeah i agree with you i don't i don't this is I, it's still disgusting and it doesn't make it right but i feel like now that it is a money grab thing because like you say 
you've had to have known what you was putting these kids in. Absolutely. You, you saw that, you know, they're minors. You would be on set. Mm-hmm. You witnessed yeah. everything. You saw your little boy in the underwear. I mean, mm-hmm. I haven't read all the details about what it, how everything like transpired and, but I would imagine that the mom, being that her children are minors, was on set. She definitely read the script. The paycheck definitely went to her. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Um, so I don't know. Um, I think I also read something about him actually being molested. It's possible. Who knows? Like, you know, and what happens after. I believe that's why this whole video and skit has resurfaced because she um, said something about him being molested. But again, um, I need to do a little more research on that and digging. Mm -hmm. I read that. I don't know how accurate that is. But Mm -hmm. yeah, it's terrible and it's sickening. Yeah. Sometimes you gotta um you you got at the end of the day you gotta have some type of morals. I I get it. Some sometimes you might be financially in a jam, but there's no amount of money that you can pay me that's gonna allow my son to be in in a skit commercial or whatever that was in in his underwear in front of a a grown man. Like no way. No, absolutely not. And him like lusting and just the perversion that they are promoting. It is sick. Yeah. And I think you could have still got that point across with the boy fully clothed. Yeah, for sure. You know, I don't think he had to be in that. Like, what what child? What, let's just even be realistic, like about that. Like, what child is really in the living room playing with the toys and just their underwear? You know, what I'm who who does that? <laughs> I don't. I don't even. I don't even have company over if my kid is half dressed. I'm man. You got to yeah. go put some clothes on, or you better stay in your room. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And your children should be fully clothed, especially when there are other adults or any other company comes to the yeah. house. I agree with that. You know, the kids get comfy. They're in their undies or their diapers or whatever the case that is when only mom and dad are in the house, you know. But right. other than that, mm-hmm. it's just not appropriate at all. Yeah, hmm. Nuts. So, yeah, nuts. interesting. I will be following that story and doing a little more research and reading on that. But yeah, it's, mm-hmm. it's a shame on all of them. That whole production well, was yep. wet. Okay. So, PI. <laughs> okay. We're, you know, we're, let's just keep talking about parenting and these kids. Right. Hey, that, that's the, that's the, yeah, that seems to be the topic, right? Parenting is, is the episode. <laughs> Goodness. Yeah. So, PI and his son, King Harris, just like a mess altogether. So, PI's son, how old is this kid? Do you know? I think I th- he's either in high school or about to get out of high school. I think he's still like in the teenage, teenager okay. age. So it's one of those. Either he's about to graduate or he may have just graduated. I'm not sure. Mm. So his son gets arrested for who knows what. I don't know. Was it a traffic stop? Was it? I, I, mm-hmm. I honestly don't know. The kid yeah, it's something on- about him getting pulled over and then. I don't know if he got jazzy at the mouth or whatever the case may be. I, I, I something I heard some clip when he was pulled over and no seatbelt, whatever the reason was. But yeah, he got arrested. <laughs> so then <laughs> this kid goes on live and he brags about it, right? His mm-hmm. video and his mugshot go viral. So we're talking about a rich kid here who has had everything handed to him likely in a parochial school in a beautiful sub suburb like somewhere in california florida i don't know buckhead, where it is. damn buckhead oh. atlanta 
Oh, okay, wherever they live, okay. Mm-hmm. And so then P.I. jumps on to tell everyone that his son will end up in prison if he continues his behavior. <laughs> what was, did you hear what T.I. said? Like, if you're, I, I took a... Yeah, well, yeah, he, he said that according to how he explained it, like he's talked to him numerous amounts of time because this isn't his first um, situation that's been put online. Like, he had another situation where he was at the, the little boy, he was at the Waffle House, and he was... Try, he was trying to go back and forth with an employee. And it's like, they these kids today, they do a lot of stuff just so they can post it on social media. Like, because the fact that he's sitting here going crazy with the, the worker at Waffle House and you had the conscious mind to say, hey, let me go on IG Live while this is going down. And he's talking tough. Truth, truth be told, I think he suffers from the Napoleon complex because he's a smaller kid. So he mm-hmm. feels the need to want to, uh, stick out his chest to make himself seem tougher than what he really is and then too you know his father being T.I. things of that nature but from what I see he's really the only one of T.I.'s kids that act like this everybody else seem to be kind of on the, on, the, on the straight and narrow oh really okay well yeah, I haven't done yeah. my homework on the other kids because I was just like I based or formed my opinion on this kid alone and then T.I.'s response so First of all, mm-hmm. T.I. is, if he, these are his words for verbatim, if he goddamn keep that shit up, his ass going to prison, he said, ain't no way around it, ain't nothing I'm going to be able to do about it, can't nobody stop him but him, not me, and quote. Okay, first of all, T.I., sir, I think what amazes me is that T.I., while he was, you know, raps about drugs, females, whatever, cheating and fighting with his a girlfriend in public, acting drunk and high in front of the world, and likely his children as well. He's handed him, you know, the clothes, the fancy jewelry. I feel like he missed to instill morals and values into him. Like, I really do. They are, children are a product of their environment. I know you said that the other kids are not really like that, but I don't know. How do they really behave at home? You know, do no, they like, um, from, yeah, they like, but that's the thing. If you watch the show, I mean, in, in the show, he really wasn't like that either. But he's right now, he's the only one that's constantly in the news. Like his youngest, he got the youngest baby, which is the girl. She's, she's, you know, since she's still a baby, so it's not what much that she can really get into. His, uh, the next one after that one, he's like a nerd. Like he's super, like he gets all type of honor awards at school and all that stuff. Then you got King which is the, the nutcase. And then he got the other son that's, that's a rapper that, that doesn't, that stays out of trouble. And then I think his other son makes beats. He's not, he's never in the news or in trouble. And then he has um, uh, Tiny's daughter from a previous marriage that, you know, saying she's, she's an artist, but she doesn't be in the public eye like that. And then he has another daughter, the one that he was uh, talking about, like the whole hymen and all that stuff. But I think she's into modeling, but he's the only kid that's bugging out. And he's trying to be a rapper, too, but his music is garbage. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, I just, like, I I read that and then T.I.'s like, response, and I was like, okay, this is such a turnoff. Like, at first, I honestly, my impression was, like, I don't believe that you've done such a great job because look at the way that mm-hmm. you're speaking in front of these kids. Like, children are a product of their environment they're gonna do what they see and what they think is okay and you're handing everything down to them but you're telling me that all his other children are good so you know maybe this is the one off 
dad and maybe he's the one that was the most impressionable like maybe he feels like i need to live up to the way my father used to be because you know they didn't grow they of course they were fortunate enough not to have to grow up like him and yeah. it's like why why would you why are you trying to portray something that you never even grew up and you know what i'm saying you you were like you said earlier you're so you had everything kind of handed to you you grew up in a very prestigious suburb you know why are you you know you just being like it's like you're doing it just because you can type stuff so do you think he's being influenced by his dad's old lifestyle and his music, maybe? It could be a, it could be a little bit of that, and it could be kind of like this is kind of the direction that a lot of kids in, the, in, his, in his age group is kind of just the way they act. You know, like this is sad to say, but it's kind of today's culture to do some of this weirdo stuff these kids today are doing. Yeah. And to me, it's such a turnoff when I see, um, like, it's, I'm sorry, the way that he responded is his ghetto, mm -hmm. you know, and I think he, I think he's probably at a point where he's just throwing up his hands because, you know, every time this little boy gets into trouble, everybody's reaching out to him saying, what's going on? Why is he doing this? And he probably be like, man, I probably, I, he probably like, man, I didn't talk to this boy a million and one times. Obviously he don't get it. So he's going to have to learn the hard way. I don't know. I think that's just the way T.A. talks. <laughs> <laughs> well whatever I mean that's just me because mm -hmm. I've seen like the ratchetness you know mm -hmm. and I think it's such a turn off like you know you have your children out here doing all this crazy stuff and you know if they're musicians and artists that's different because they will say things like some you know some of the things that they rap about it's just all cap like it, they're not really doing these things but how are they really behaving you know right. and this kid is clearly like out of control at this point like hopefully mm -hmm. you know they get him right because he's very fortunate he has everything and maybe he may feel like there really are no consequences to his actions because he can be bailed out of everything pretty much yeah but all it takes is that one case that one case ain't man depending on what that is what you're getting charged with it don't matter who <laughs> matter who your daddy is and how much money you got you going to sit you going to sit down for a while yeah, and maybe that's what he needs. Some children only learn that way. Some people only learn that way. Mm-hmm. Mm, well, I thought that was interesting, but maybe I... What is their show called? I've never tuned in. Uh, that show that used to come on VH1 many years ago, um, T.I. and T, the T.I. the Harris family, T.I. and the Harris family, a Harris family. It was something like that. Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But yeah, um, once once those allegations came out about them, uh, him and Tiny, like with some type of uh lady and some abuse, that's when um VH1 kind of walked away from them. Oh yeah, there's sex trafficking allegations. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I heard about that. Mm -hmm. that uh, hopefully, mm -hmm. it's not true. Yeah, well, I mean, I, you don't hear no more no more about it now, and they they both still free, so. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Okay, so mm -hmm. I think you're a fan. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm just saying. I mean, if if I, I heard, I remember hearing about the story too. But I mean, if they both still walking around and they never got arrested or charged, it must either yeah. they must have paid it in a settlement or the lady dropped it. Who knows? Yeah, yeah. Mm, interesting. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I, I like them. Don't get me wrong. I've always actually liked uh, both of them as artists. You know, but raising a family, it's a kind of different. You know. Um, mm -hmm. and, you know, they have it, you know, not like everyone else. They're really like in the spotlight, their entire family is. So anything mm -hmm. that they do, everyone's going to know about it. Yeah. Okay. Yes, indeed. Okay. okay. What else you got? What else you got? What, uh, 
what we had we had the, the uh, mississippi water crisis which is um also a sad situation going on right now and it's still sad that even to this day is is cities or places in america that that even have to go through this so they they've actually been without good clean water since july 30th i think it was so wow. they've been without clean water since then and so it's like they telling the residents you know, if you take a shower, make sure you don't drink the water. It's like, all right, well, be beyond drinking the water. If I can't drink it, I I definitely don't want to shower in it. <laughs> wow. So, yeah, but yeah, so they they don't they don't see any type of uh, resolution anytime soon. They 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 say the situation has gotten somewhat better because they got the water pressure back up, but the water is still not at a at a at a level where it should be drunken. Or, you know, so it's just sad because, you know, Jackson, Mississippi is also a predominantly black town or city in Mississippi, which is also the capital of Mississippi. And, mm. you know, they, they say if you go 10 to 12 minutes away from there, water's perfectly fine. But really? You know, yeah, because it makes you think like, you know, well, what, 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 is, where's the, where does the money go for stuff that's supposed to be funded for stuff like that, you know? So, right. And it's kind of just sad. It is. And it almost seems like there's like no urgency there whatsoever to fix the problem. Uh, Well, the way they make it seem is like, uh, you know, they talking to the Army Corps engineers, things like that to get it uh, resolved. But they say it's it's 30 years of stuff just not being taken care of. They say like it's just it's it's an old, very old problem that should have been you know, maintained throughout the throughout the years, but it just hasn't. So now when it when it actually got damaged, that messed it up. And then in August sometime they had some storms, oh a storm that came through and it kind of flooded it. So that's what kind of also contaminated the water and made it undrinkable. So it's just a lot of a lot of little stuff that, you know, makes you think, man, like people not being smart with the money that they get for these these type of cities and funding. So is the state providing like water bottles at this point? Yeah, yeah, they um they you know don't yeah water bottles and things like that. But you know, you gotta that's that's something that's just short term, like you know. Yeah, because people have to obviously they need to drink their water. They need to cook. You know, you cook with water sometimes, or you use it for whatever it may be. Um, yeah, that's necessary. Mm-hmm. And they you, correct I, I correct me if I'm wrong, out. but Flint Flint still isn't a hundred percent back to where it is. Like, but you don't hear about that in the news. But right. Flint still not like it it used to be either. Like they still kind of jacked up up there too. Yeah, yeah. Oh no, that's so terrible. you know it's sad. Like I said, that's just one of those situations where you got to start looking at the people that's been in office and the politicians of that state because that that sounds like. A situation where stuff that was supposed to be funded for something like that, the money was mismanaged somewhere along the lines. And then the fact, like I say, that is a predominantly black city, mm. that that may that brings up those questions too. Right. No, I agree. I agree. Well, thank you for the information on that. I need to do some more reading, kind of. Um, mm-hmm. Plus, it's also something that's not really getting covered that much either. Like, I'm not a big news watcher like I used to be, but the little bit of news that I do watch, I'm not seeing that covered that much. Really? Okay. Mm -mm. 
Yeah, I don't yeah. know that I think too much on that, or maybe just I just been out of the loop. I don't know, but you mentioned that, and I didn't do much research on it. But yeah, sad situation. So, um, yeah. what I had was, or I think you probably sent it, the uh, dozen police officers that were caught talking about killing the black people, and I think it was actually like 15 officers or something, right? And yeah. here in yeah. California, and yeah. so. Apparently, um, these messages were found during an ongoing investigation of a prior fatal shooting that involved Christopher Mitchell back in 2018. Christopher mm-hmm. was fatally shot while sitting in a parking lot by officers, I think his name is Hunt Cannon and Chavez. So when Christopher's family held a vigil outside of the police station, some officers from that precinct went on to exchange text messages that read um, the N-word was outside of the police station and how they were going to hold a cleaning gun party. (laughs) So the documents also contain racist cartoons of blacks and Latinos, violent racist and homophobic homophobic messages and comments about lynching black suspects and killing black children. And so these very same officers are the officers who have taken an oath to serve and protect. And not only did they take a loved one from the folks who were holding the vigil for Christopher, but they're laughing at them and they have absolutely no remorse, no regret for what has happened. And even if they did act in self-defense, because the records show that that's what it was, that they concluded that that whole Christopher case was as a result of self-defense. That's neither here nor there. And so if you're walking around with, like, hate in your heart for Black and Latinos, how do we even stand a chance? Like, you know, if we're being pulled over for minor traffic stops, now we're at risk, and it almost feels like we're being targeted, right? Yeah, for sure. And like just conversations, like years of worth of conversations, text messages going back and forth between these officers, probably had a group chat, who knows what it was titled. It's just ridiculous Mm -hmm. and it's very sad and concerning. Yeah, for sure. And like, I think now, especially with, you know, the, the social media and things of that nature, I think now, if people didn't believe it before, they should step, definitely believe it now that a lot of the stories that black and brown people have had over the decades of, of about police brutality and the things that we go through when it comes in regards to that, that hopefully now they, they realize that, you know, it's not, we just not talking out of our ass, that this is a real thing. And it's not like we're making it up and it's not always, well, why didn't he comply? You some, yeah. We've all seen the videos and her stories where people over complied and it still doesn't matter yeah. it's a lot of a lot of the cops depending on what what type of day they've had depending on what they're actually going through in their life and just over the years of just being bad practices that they develop over the time a lot of the stuff that they may have been trained to do the right way goes out the window because now they just i'm gonna do what i want to do type thing because i got a gun in the badge and it's it's, it's sad that that's a thing like I don't know if you had seen a video that um, came out, I think it was maybe last month, it was the, of, of the black woman in, that was pregnant with, with uh, I think like two or three kids in her car and uh, the yeah. police wanted to pull her over, but what, the, what they were driving at, it wasn't well lit. So she, um, what, she drove until she can get to like a gas station where it was a more well lit area. 
Mm-hmm. And the, the cop, the, I think at that point, because the cop had to keep drive, making her, uh, he, she kept driving. And I think he just got frustrated or whatever because she didn't pull over. So soon as soon as she's like, the dude got mad aggressive off, off rip and pull, he's pulling out the gun. She's trying to explain to him at first. And he didn't even even let her know why he was pulling her over. He just got out the car with attitude already. Then she was saying how, you know, I'm, I'm about my woman by myself. I got kids in the car. I'm pregnant. I was, you know what I'm saying? He, mm-hmm. he was, he didn't want to hear none of that, but he, he pointed a gun at her and everything. And it's just like, oh, wow. it, it's, this is unnecessary. And I know you got some people that'd be jerks that'd be like, well, she should have just pulled over and complied, but her safety is at risk too. And believe it or not, her going to a well-lit area is a benefit for her and the cop. Absolutely. And first of all, I'm sure the cops saw the children in the car. And he didn't care. I mean, did she speed off? You know, was he chasing mm-hmm. her? If she was driving mm-hmm. normal, then you know she wasn't running away from you. She was trying to mm-hmm. go somewhere where it's safer. And then you, you approach the car, you see the woman pregnant, you see the children in the car. I mean, what, kind, what harm is she going to do to you as an officer who's holding a gun to her head? To make it even worse, not not to make it even worse, when she gets out of the car, like I said, once again, she's pregnant, and he's telling her, if you make any sudden movements, I'll shoot your ass. Oh, wow. Like, come on, man. And all because you're frustrated because she did the right thing? Was he a white officer? Of course. Mm. Of course. And that's not to say that there's no bad... Uh, black and brown officers because they they are but it, it i i hear a lot of black more so now than ever especially even the ones that i I know personally it's like they speak they definitely now though i can't say as i know them they are what would appear to be good cops now i've never had to deal with them while they were on on duty but i i, I do notice a lot of them come they do say and speak up about a lot of things they feel are wrong but you telling me I'm a, just a civilian. You need to be doing something within your department to fix those issues. Absolutely. Yeah, and I, I don't know. I don't know if these cops are like in, on an ongoing power trip. They feel empowered because they're holding a pistol. Um, mm-hmm. But racism is a real issue. For sure. And, and then like you said, and then even the fact that they, it, it's, they only feel threatened when it is black or brown. They don't feel that mm-hmm. threatened when they pull over somebody that looks like them. Yeah. You know, that, that's the messed up part. And they, they are just as much of a danger as anybody else if they committed a crime. I, it was um, a video that came out a couple of weeks ago. The uh, dude arrested this uh, white lady. She, I think she was high. He put her in the back, back seat of the car with, with a, an exposed um, rifle or some type of AR-15 type of gun in the car. She gets out of one of the handcuffs. She was able to get, she, it, after several tries of getting the gun to work, she finally gets the gun to work, and she starts shooting out the back of the police car. Not once did any of these cops return fire at this lady. Oh, wow. But let that have been any other ethnicity, they would have aired that car out. Wow. Are you kidding me? I, I totally I'm dead serious. She shot, she even shot a guy and she, in, in the midst of doing that, she shot one of the people in the chest. Not the cop, but one of the people that was out there with the cops. He got hit with the bullet. But nobody ever said, oh my, uh, back up, back up. And no, they never returned fire. They never did anything. 
once they even once they realized the shots was coming out the car, it's like they just waited for the lady to run out of bullets. That was it. <laughs> oh my gosh. That is, <laughs> that is insane. Now, I think that we maybe need to see more like diversity within the force. I I don't know the numbers. Like, do you? No. Like, you know, how many like Latinos, black minorities, and white cops are there? Like, I I don't know what that number looks like. I probably need to read more on that, but I I don't know. I mean, are we? Well, I'm almost certain that there are more like white officers than there are any other. Yeah, yeah, I'm, that's 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 definitely going to um, be a fact. So, um, I think maybe one we can start by, you know, seeing more Latinos and black officers, but our people have to do what they have to do to, you know, be qualified and join that force if we're going to make a difference, right? Because it does start with mm-hmm. us. I mean, yeah. we need to seek after these opportunities. And a mm-hmm. lot of times that, that means putting in the work, getting educated, getting physically fit. You know, that, I mean, that's a start. Sometimes I think we as um, Latinos and Blacks, we just don't look for these opportunities where I don't know if it has to do with the way that we grew up. We're set in our ways. We're comfortable. Sometimes we have to look for the easier way out. I, I don't I don't know what the issue is to be honest, but um, I think that we obviously need to take more action and make a difference. We have to be the difference that we want to see. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, because I I hate listening and reading about these things, and it's always you know against our people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and it'll be especially where in the city of Chicago is it's definitely would be beneficial. Like I said, now I don't know the facts of it or anything about that, but you know, I really it'd be good if the people that actually grew up, born and raised in Chicago also police Chicago. Sometimes I think that's where the discrepancy and the lack of knowledge comes from because some of these cops, especially the white ones, they from the birds. You know what I'm saying? Now they live in Chicago and they want to be a cop or whatever the case may be. But if you never grew up around a diverse amount of people, you don't kind of understand the way we do the things we do or to act the way we act and stuff like that. Like, you know, in the birds, people kind of just, you know, they have a good time, but in their like home or whatever, like they don't get why, oh, why is there so many people just out walking around or just uh, out on their block having a good time? That's how Chicago is. Yeah. You know, and they don't, they don't, they, they can't relate to the people that live in Chicago because they're not from Chicago. Yeah, that is a valid point. I do believe that um, if you were born and raised in the suburbs, you know, let's just say Schomburg, for instance, and then you go become a cop in the city, your approach to any situation involving Latinos and um, Blacks is definitely going to be different than that of how you and I would approach them. Because Mm -hmm. we kind of know that language. We kind of understand and the personalities and you know it's it, it's it may be a cultural thing i don't know yeah, but yeah because it's, it's a lot of times they're not they're not raised around anybody but people that look like them like that's yeah. we can be honest when it comes to that like if you live in the burbs no, no, normally you're gonna all only be around white people and if yeah. you are around 
uh, a few people that's diverse is very, very little. Like even with a little bit of time when I lived in the suburbs and I went to a school out there, it was only probably like one or two, maybe three of us in that whole entire school. You know what I'm saying? So they don't they don't know any uh, much about black people or Hispanic people or Asians and, and anybody else. They just know their own culture. Then they got this perceived notion in their mind because they probably see all this crazy stuff on the news. So now they come into the city and they just think anybody that's black and brown is on that like criminal stuff and quick to want to fly off the handle. And that's not the case. Yeah. Yep. It, yeah, it's, it's different. It's foreign to them. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. yeah, that's a valid point. That's why, again, they need to hire more Black and Latino officers, especially in the city. Yeah. Or go back to the old school way, man. Stop riding around in these cars all day. Why don't you get out and actually walk around the neighborhood and get to know some of the people that live in the neighborhood you police? Yeah, yeah. Then maybe that way you can talk, you can de-escalate and talk a lot of situations down. Like, oh, that's, um, that's Brandon that live over on such and such. Oh, I know him. Let me go talk to him and, yeah. and, and see what's going on. Stuff like that, opposed to just her just harassing people and going to the extremes. No, I totally agree. Get to know the folks in the community that you're surveilling. Like, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Um, boy, there are a lot of issues that need to be <laughs> for sure mm, okay but um so back to this case um where were we with this case so i don't know um did they get did they get did they get fired or did they just like time suspended with pay uh, um i don't know i didn't get that okay. far in my research i think i i did read that two of them had left but they don't know if they've been like hired elsewhere, but I think they just mm-hmm. left like the community altogether. Um, but right. there were a total of like 15. So I have no idea if these cops are going to be held accountable. What would the case is? Are they being right, charged okay. with anything? Is this just a finding? Um, well, yeah. they got to, I, I will hope they would investigate, especially talking about killing people. Absolutely. And now, and their <laughs> officers, like, yeah, yeah, that's a concern. They should be taken off the force, like, immediately. Mm-hmm. Like, don't too, even play with that. They, they are, they're putting yeah. it out there for you. <laughs> right. Because then, then that way, that, that should be a bunch of red flags in general, because you got these cases where maybe the union rep, you know how they all, oh, I fear for my life, like that uh, uh, Chauvin, no, not Chauvin, what's the buddy that, make, make, what's buddy here from Chicago that killed the boy? The uh, uh, shoot, the one that like the first cop they got convicted of killing somebody. I can't remember his name, yeah, but um, it's not Devin Chauvin because that's the guy from Minnesota. But it's like you know, when it's blatant evidence that you know you weren't in no danger, but they always say, Oh, I fear for my life, or I feel for my safety, or I thought he had a weapon. Like now, when you see them go back and they have these text messages and these talks. It lets you know that it's it's a lie. All that stuff is just one big lie. They say it because they that's the one thing that can help them beat the case. So if you yeah. if there's if you can prove that hey my life really was in danger as a cop, then it's pretty much an open and shut case. But it's like you it's like they just saying it because it's the way to beat the case. But then at the same time, it's like that lets you know you really don't care about taking a life either though. Like I who yeah. I wouldn't even I, I it's a lot of cops that probably never even had to draw out their gun. Right. So yeah, I, it's just crazy, man. 
yeah, I don't feel that it's justified. Um, yeah, no, I'm with you on that one. No, opposed okay, to just being it. saying something is just to say, like that's crazy. Yeah, that is crazy. Get my penis. What other topics you got? Well, these were all my topics today. So. <laughs> oh, were they? Uh, excuse me. Uh, I went... <laughs> Wait, I didn't. I you put something out there. You ain't bring no No, the TI man. one was mine. Oh, okay. Yeah. You know, if you say uh, so. The <laughs> TI topic was mine. Uh, happy Labor yeah. Day was mine. <laughs> oh, Lord have mercy. <laughs> Okay, yeah, you did a good job in so many topics. Well, that's only making up for like the um, last month that you went MIA. It's cool. I'm not. I'm not gonna throw you under the bus. It's all right. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) You're like, I I gotta come through this time. Let me submit some topics. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So those were good ones. So, um, what are you on for the week? Anything Back exciting? to work, Biz- business, business as usual. Yeah. Back to work. Back to work. Yeah. I do have my boxing class later tonight. It's um, at five thirty and six thirty. I may go to that. Um, mm. I'm feeling like it's a Sunday, so I kind of want to chill and just take care of things. Uh-huh. It's, a, it's, a, it's, it's a Monday. <laughs> I know, and I'm like, okay, so the class is actually happening, so it doesn't matter. They're holding the class, so I should probably go. Um, I got to start my clean eating again. I got to make sure that I'm shopping for all the right veggies, fruits, and all that good mm-hmm. stuff. Um, yeah, I've um, I've been on on that more lately too. Uh, I'm gonna try to finally um, it's, it, I can't for some reason it's hard to do a cold turkey, but I'm, I'm gonna try to slow down on the IPAs for a minute. But yeah, my my eating habits have gotten much better. It's just um, still still a fan of the IPA, so I, I'm gonna have yeah. to like kind of cut back for a minute if 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 possible. I ain't gonna say cold turkey, but you know yeah. maybe limit it limit it to like a weekend thing or. But you know, yeah. I might try to I might try to push myself past it. I, I know if I really want to do it and, and put forth the effort I can. But yeah, I've been doing much better as far as what I'm buying as far as groceries and what I'm eating. So that's good. And you'll save some money um mm-hmm. by not purchasing all those IPAs because IPAs are not cheap, you know. Man, who are you telling? They're the more they're the more expensive beers. <laughs> yeah, who are you telling? If you if you're not paying attention, you didn't spend sixty bucks and it's just beer. <laughs> <laughs> right. Like, <I> was, <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, they are good different types of IPAs. I don't drink them much, but um, I've obviously I've had them. At one point, I was really enjoying them, like just trying out the different um, IPAs. And um, if I do have a beer, like if I go to a game or something, then an IPA mm-hmm. would be it, you know. So Niners yeah. are playing uh, 40, Niners are playing the Bears this upcoming weekend, uh, Sunday. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, good. Yeah, you're right I'll about be, that. Football starts Thursday. Yep, I'll definitely be tuning in. So I that, that, should be a, that should be a good That should be a good one. I think that's one of those games that can really go either way. You got the, the first-year quarterback. Um, yeah. Then you got a new a new situation with the Bears. So we'll see. It can. It, it's one of those games that can really go either way. Um, of course, I'm gonna go ahead and s- swing towards the Bears side, but it can go yeah. either way. 
there is that 49er bar that I heard of or heard about. Um, I think it's like by the Lakeview area. So I'll be mm-hmm. headed up here on Sunday more than likely. I want to check that mm-hmm. out. So that should be interesting. Nice experience, you know, to be amongst other Niner fans. Yeah, yeah, right. that, that's the that isn't that that's the that's the sucky part. Well, here we are, we live in Chicago, and we got to find bars that support our team. But if we actually rooted for the Bears, we can go anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> right, exactly. But yeah. whatever it is, what it is, I don't know that I'll ever root for the Bears. To be honest, I, I don't, I don't root against, I don't root against them. That's not my team. But I mean, don't get me wrong. If if they if they pull start pulling something off, I will jump on that bandwagon. <laughs> Oh, you would? Okay. Yeah, you don't you 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 you'll jump on that bandwagon if they officially said they're going to Arlington Heights, so don't front. I don't know that no, I'm not gonna jump on that bandwagon. Do I support them coming to Arlington Heights? Absolutely, please do. But um <laughs> I don't know that I'm gonna cheer for them. No, I, yeah, like I said, if they if they get good, uh, uh, I I start rocking with them. But I, of course, it'll still be the Giants first. But I don't got nothing to look forward to with the Giants, so. Yeah. Well, I guess it depends, really. Like, if my situation changes and then I get with someone who loves theirs and I got to support them, man, <laughs> <laughs> uh, then... Okay. Y'all, can, y'all just got a divided house, man. <laughs> you know, a divided house cannot stand. So, um, yeah, that's probably the only way. But, you know, for now, I'm still rocking with the Niners. Um, yeah, I mean, because they, they still... They've still been good, man. Like, granted, it, it hasn't turned into Super Bowl wins, but they at least they've been in contention. They haven't been garbage. Yeah. Right. Oh, no, no, they have not. Um, yeah, I'm interested to see what um, will happen. on. And mm-hmm. your allergies seem to be better. You're not fluffing off the storm. No, nope. I'm, I'm, I'm good. In, in your words, I'm Gucci. You're Gucci. You're Gucci. I'm Gucci. <laughs> All right. So, hey, what's going on with your podcast? You started recording again, right? Yeah, yeah. We we get we had a um, wise podcast. Check us out on Spotify. Yeah, we got um we did a podcast episode last week. Okay. Yeah, okay. last week. I I got to get I got to get better at um, going back and listening to them. I, I once I once I record, that's pretty much it. I'm not one of those people that go back and listen to the podcast. I just do yeah. my part and, and that's it. Okay. Yeah. There's something um, about like, you know, I'm not a person that's like into spotlight or attention. So it's weird hearing myself <laughs> on the podcast. Really? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I like to go back and listen to mine, especially when I do the interviews because then mm-hmm. I, need to, oh, like, yeah, for sure. I need to improve on and all yeah, that for sure. Take notes here. Not for this. It's just like, you know, conversation. Yeah about entertainment sure. and news so i probably won't back and listen won't go back and listen yeah. to this but it's all good um i think that's it for me you got anything more no that's right that's it for me i don't i don't name i don't know what's coming out or coming this weekend or anything so that's okay. about it well you'll report that the next time we jump on and record the podcast Indeed. thank you for joining me there um, no problem And thank you all the listeners out there. Remember to subscribe to the podcast and follow on social media. Until next time, have a great week. Ciao. Peace.